Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is August the 10th, 2021, and I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. I am here to review uh, and prepare for a great six-game NBA Summer League slate that's going to take place on Tuesday night. So we are ready to get ready. Uh, we are ready to get ready, that's for sure for a fan, another fantastic day of NBA Summer League. It is day three. Uh, every team in the, the 30 teams that are all playing in the Summer League have played except for the Wizards. They do have a game tonight, and we will uh, go over their roster as well. Uh, great night for us here at DFS Coach Talk. We had a 1% lineup in baseball uh, on FanDuel. That was a lot of fun. Uh, also uh, ratcheting up this NBA Summer League now. Uh, we wanted to uh, ease into it the first few days, see all the teams a little bit, and then uh, certainly start uh, going after it even more aggressively. Uh, if you want to join us at DFS Coach Talk, you can go to dfscoachtalk.com. We have several different packages that you can choose there. I'd love to have you jump in. It's a great time to jump in. We've got tons of MLB we have PGA, and that, there's a podcast tomorrow. We'll be posting lineups on Wednesday and again on Friday for the weekend. And then, of course, the Summer League. I'll be here with you every single day. Uh, we are going to review and go over and prepare uh, every slate and every game through the entire Summer League. So we'll be here uh, another week for these podcasts. If you're uh, watching this on YouTube, do us a big favor. We keep these podcasts in front of the paywall. And all we need you to do is hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, and up in the top corner there, uh, click that alert button. So every time a podcast posts, uh, you'll be able to know it's up and ready to, to be viewed. So we really appreciate that. We're uh, stretching for another goal here for subscribers on YouTube, and uh, we would really appreciate it. If you're listening to it on audio through um uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeart, wherever podcasts can be heard. Uh, we'd all we'd like you to just take a second uh, once you've listened to it, front side, back side, hit five stars, quick little comment, and at the end of each month, we've got three weeks left. Uh, we uh, our man Joe Stanton goes through, and with randomizer, anybody that that commented on our audio podcast and put five stars. We have a drawing for a full uh, one-week membership with Coach Talk. It's an all-inclusive membership. And if you join Coach Talk, you get everything we've got, all of our content, all of our projections, all of our ownership numbers, all of our uh, podcasts and Discord information. We have a great community there. So, again, join us, DFS, DFS Coach Talk. All right, we've got a six-game slate. Uh, take note of the time because the first game is at six and it's one game on the hour, every hour, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, and 11. You got to love it as an NBA fanatic. You know, we can watch basketball uh, constantly here. I love it. Uh, so uh, again, you need to get those uh, lineups locked in for the 6 p.m. Eastern uh, time for lock of the slate. Um, the first game on the slate, we're going to dive right in and we're going to review uh, some box scores from these first set of games that these teams played. 
give us a little bit better idea of where the minutes are going and usage and uh, start to uh, really ratchet that up another notch. All right, first game, Atlanta Hawks and the Indiana Pacers. So we've got Atlanta Hawks, uh, who uh, lost that game, first game, 85-83, but we got to see some of the, the Hawks players uh, that all got good minutes. They had nine-player rotation, and everybody uh, you know, got in and, and was able to uh, contribute. A uh, couple of guys I want to recommend here, and I'll do this with each team, two, three guys, I think, uh, are really strong plays. Uh, uh, Akun Purcell uh, was terrific. He had 27 minutes. He had 13 points and eight rebounds, but he was active. His price is good. I think that's somebody you want to look at. Uh, also, um, Mays and Johnson played 30 and 25 minutes respectively. Mays had a terrible game, though, four for 11 from the field uh, and didn't do much else. But Johnson was really, really solid. 25 minutes, he had uh, 20 points and 10 rebounds. So that's a guy that uh, uh, Jay Johnson the, from the uh, Hawks that you really could uh, roster here at a decent price. I expect him to get those big minutes again. The guy that I liked off the bench was Schofield, but he was 0 for 3 from the field, which is a little unusual. He's not a big scorer. But he did grab seven rebounds, had four assists. Uh, so that's a guy uh, you can also uh, look for. I think he'll get those mid-20s minutes again. And remember, if you can get a guy that played 30-plus, you got to give him some consideration because there's not a ton of guys getting that quite that many minutes. That And we're similar to what we did in the Olympics, that 25- to 30-minute mark, if you're in the inside of that, uh, you're going to get uh, usually enough production and usage uh, to be useful in a lineup. So we're really touching on those. Um, so Schofield, you know, I expect to make some buckets. He'll improve a little bit. Uh, you know, Cooper was okay. Cooper was uh, 11 points, six assists, uh, you know, had a good handle. So for me, I would rank them Johnson, Akun Purcell, and then uh, Cooper and Mays and Schofield, all with at least a look. Those were the guys that caught my eye, sort of in that order. All right, uh, the second team uh, against Boston, or I'm sorry, against uh, Atlanta is Indiana, the Indiana Pacers. So we're talking about a team that played 12 guys. They got a ton of people minutes. Nobody reached that 30-minute mark. Uh, the top guy in minutes was the guy I thought played the be the best. Duarte uh, handled the ball well, uh, scored 14 points, had three assists, two rebounds, uh, just got a lot of people involved. He's He can play uh, multiple positions, and I think uh, he may be their quarterback uh, for a lot of these games. Uh, a couple other guys, uh, Bone had 22 minutes. Didn't do a whole lot with it, but I think he's going to improve. Uh, but by far, the number one guy for me and somebody I'm going to be rostering today is Brissett. I loved him on the Pacers uh, last year. I used him a lot in uh, the regular season. And in this game, he played that magic 30 minutes, so he did get there. And he had 22 points, 
seven rebounds, three assists. So there's a guy that you can expect to be in there. He was only two for eight from three, but he usually hits them. So I think he even has upside on that strong number. Um, off the bench, the only guy I want to mention, I know you got to expect a little regression, but he was on fire, and that was Washington Jr. 21 minutes. He poured in 23 points, uh, all scoring, didn't do much of anything else, but he did go eight for nine from the field, five for five from three. So definitely some regression, but maybe uh, that awesome performance can bump him up from 21 minutes because if he can get 27 to 30 minutes uh, with that, even if he has a little reduction in his uh, pr uh, production, then you know, you can absorb it. So that's where I think uh, you want to focus on with the Pacers. All right, game two, it's the Boston Celtics and Denver Nuggets. We go to Boston. This is a game they won 85-83. Uh, there's some standout guys here. I think, you know, to have two or three Celtics might not be a bad idea because they're focused on their top guys very unusual here. Carson Edwards got 30 minutes, Peyton Pritchard 31, and Romeo Lankford 31. So they're three best players. And then Nesmith right behind him at 28. So those four guys dominated play and all did well. Uh, they all made value. They all smashed value, really. Uh, Edwards, you know, with 17 points, eight rebounds, six assists. Uh, I think he's a fantastic play. Uh, Peyton Pritchard, fantastic game, 23 points in that 31 minutes with five assists, five rebounds, two steals, certainly playable. Uh, I had rossed Romeo Langford. I was happy with his performance, but I think he's got a little bit more upside in that 31 minutes. He had 12, six, and four. So somebody that I would look at. Nesmith is a pure shooter. He did get 14 shots up was five for 14, but un unusual to him, he was one for eight from three. I think that's going to improve. He did get three rebounds, two assists. So those four guys, man, they're tough. And I'll tell you who can shoot it is Hauser. He came off the bench for them, two for seven, but he just looked like he had a good stroke to his game. I think he can score it and is a great cheap uh, guy to, to grab. Three rebounds, an assist to steal and steal as well. So I don't know how you want to rank these guys. I would probably rank them uh, Edwards, Pritchard, uh, Langford, Nesmith, and Hauser. And I really may have three Celtics. It's going to be the team that I roster the most because it looks as though uh, they're going for this thing. I think they want to get these second-year guys, which they have you know, almost all second-year guys uh, really – uh, getting it done. Sorry. Uh, yawn here. Um, okay. So against the Celtics, let's see if we can put, uh, somebody in there from Denver that can give them a game. Nuggets. Interesting. Uh, you've got a 32, two 29s and a 25. So you did get some, some decent minutes here. The 32 minutes was, uh, with, from Reed, who had a, a decent game, 15 points, three rebounds. think he could have done a little bit more in those big minutes, but he was okay. 
The guy to watch for is Agata. I, I played him, and he did just fine, but what a ceiling. He shot the ball 22 times in 29 minutes. That is a lot of shooting. He went 8 for 22, 4 for 10 from 3. But here's what blew me away. I knew he could score it and shoot it. Eight rebounds, five assists, two steals. So you got a, a you know blow it out kind of guy here at a fair price. Uh, he is definitely my favorite nugget. So Agata, got to look at him. Yeah, I got to look at him, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, Cheatham, 25 minutes, had nine points, five rebounds, looked pretty active out there. And then, of course, our man, Bull Bull, 29 minutes, 21 points, five rebounds, one assist, one steal, two blocks. He was five for 14, but I think he has more upside. I think they want to see if he's going to be a rotational player for them. So Bull Bull, also a fantastic play. Agata and Bull are where I'm looking to. I didn't go crazy for anybody off the bench except for Hamilton. Hamilton played 20 minutes, but he really did a nice job on the glass with 11 rebounds, two assists, two steals. Uh, he's a guy that you could consider if you're really looking for uh, a bargain. But should be some good uh, good games here. I think they're going to be close, um, and we'll get hopefully some solid minutes out of the guys we're expecting. All right, we go to game three. Chicago Bulls against the San Antonio Spurs. So we want to go, do we have Chicago on here? I think I just clicked, nope, there they are. Chicago Bulls. All right, interesting. They got beat up pretty good by the Pelicans, uh, but they played my favorite guy on last slate. Uh, Patrick Williams got 35 minutes. So bingo, bango, bongo for 35 minutes. Took 20 shots. He had 15 points. 12 rebounds, three assists, and looked like a major leader on the floor. So if he's going to get those minutes, he's got to be a strong consideration. Dotson, 32 minutes, had an, a decent game, 16, uh, 7, and 4. Certainly a guy that that uh, garners some respect here. Uh, they did have a few other guys that got decent minutes that didn't did not impress me. Simonovic, uh, Dasumu and Robinson, not really uh, interested there. Uh, Thompson off the bench, though, got 26 minutes uh, and, and made 11 points, uh, grabbed a rebound and assist, steal, uh, somebody that you can look at. But the main thing, the main takeaway here is Patrick Williams, a little bit of Dotson, and, uh, you know, other than that, it's spread around and not my my uh, favorite team to play on the slate. Uh, they're playing the San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs, of course, as you would expect, went 11 deep with everybody getting a decent run. Uh, they did not have any 30-minute guys, but they did have some upper 20s. Primo, their top pick that they took very high, looked a little green. He's got a lot, a lot of work to do. But, you know, he's active. I think he's a potential play, but I'm steering clear till I see a little bit more uh, improvement. He was only three for 11 from the field. He had eight points, two steals, two assists, two rebounds. So, I mean, he can play, 
and he did show signs of it. Maybe he was nervous, somebody to keep an eye on. Uh, my favorite player, uh, Devin Vassell, I mean, I liked him as a rotation player for the Spurs last year. He's the top player, uh, for, in my opinion, on this team. He had 23 points, uh, again, in 29 minutes, threw in four rebounds and assist, two steals. So uh, he'll, I'll be looking at him again uh, for this round. Um, Daquan Jeffries played 27 minutes. He had 11 uh, points, three rebounds. He's a little underwhelming, but that guy can jump. He had a phenomenal dunk in that game. Maybe he's going to get it going a little bit more uh, as time goes on here. And really, uh, after that, it was hit and miss. So, you know, I would say uh, Vassell for sure, Primo, if you think he's going to bounce back with it, uh, Jeffries and uh, maybe Jones is the other two guys that you could consider. Uh, they did play Scala BC Air, but only 16 minutes. He only had one point, so that was disappointing. But we do have guys like him that are trying to make some of these rosters. So, you know, we've got to keep an eye out, you know, if they're going to really uh, get after it. Okay, so we've, we've covered uh, three games. So here in the middle real quickly, Wanted to mention again, dfscoachtalk.com. Perfect time to jump in on our three-day uh, $10 pass. That gives you three good days to look at us, see what you think. You'll get all the NBA action on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You'll get our golf lineups Wednesday night. You'll get baseball Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So a ton of bang for your $10. bucks. Uh, come in, check us out. Um, we'll get you right in our discord with some of the, the super people we have in there. And I think that, uh, you'll really enjoy it. And then if you decide to stay, we have multiple packages that you can choose, but remember any package you choose, you get all inclusive, everything that we offer, including, uh, all the sports, all the information, all of the, uh, everything, you name it, you're going to have access to it with coach talk when you join. So look forward to that. Um, couple things. Let's see here. We go to the Sacramento Kings and Washington Wizards. So this one becomes a little tricky because Washington's the only team that did not play, but let's go right to the Kings. Cause we had, uh, they, they cooperated a little better. They've got some guys that played some good minutes and produced well, and I think we're going to see a lot of them. Uh, the four guys I liked, uh, Metu, who did get minutes last year and is a contributor, he had 16-4-4 and four in 30 minutes. King, who really showed some, some moxie out there, five rebounds, four assists, 10 points, uh, you know, had uh, some big dunks. Uh, in 28 minutes, I think he's a playable guy that I think is going to be under-owned. The guy that stole, there's two guys that stole the show, though. Uh, they were both really impressive, and that's Ramsey and Mitchell. They played 29 and 28 minutes. They got 28 shots up between them, scored 32 points, contributed a combination of 12 assists, three steals, and a block. So, if you're looking for two guys to plug and play, 
from this uh, Sacramento team. It's Ramsey and Mitchell, and uh, certainly have to continue to consider uh, Metu as a third wheel. Um, okay, so we got Sacramento in the books. Now is the this is the tougher one. Wizards have not played. And they have the biggest summer league roster I've ever seen. 5, 10, 15, 20, 23 guys. They're all not going to play. So let's try to hone in on some of them that we think will play for sure. Um, and, and that's key. Uh, you've got uh, Cassius Winston, uh, the guard from Michigan State. This is his second year. I think he's going to get some run from what I read. Um, you're going to get Joe Young. This is his fourth year. He's trying to make a team. Uh, he had some some great uh, runs the first one or two seasons and has just faded out. You've got Mason Jones, a 6'4 guard, uh, second year out of Arkansas. Could be dangerous. Uh, another guy, Marquise Bolden, who's trying to stay in the league. This is his third year out of Duke. Uh, should get some run. Then you got a guy I feel most comfortable with, and that's Corey Kispert from Gonzaga. I love the way that guy plays. Uh, he, he really gets after it, and I think he's going to come right in there at 22 years old and be one of the main players out there. So, um, And if I didn't mention Isaiah Todd, he's a well-respected rookie, 19 years old. He could be dangerous. Um, just the same as um, Kispert. All right. We have one game left. This is it. It's the Los Angeles Clippers and the Portland Trailblazers. The Clippers uh, lost 81-78 uh, to the Bucks, but they did get some good minutes out of their starters. Uh, Jay Scrub is one of my favorite guys. And he really helped me. He had uh, 24 points, 10 rebounds, and a block. So he was a big help in game one. I think he'll continue to be uh, a strong player out here. Uh, Oturu, 29 minutes, uh, 10 rebounds, uh, 12 points. He is definitely playable. Um, Johnson uh, and Preston both. You know, possibilities um, didn't score a lot, but it looks like they're going to get decent minutes. The guy I thought would have a big game that really let me down is Coffee, and he did get 29 minutes, but he went one for nine from the field, one of six from three. Uh, you know, he only scored five points. He did get eight rebounds and three assists and a steal. Um but he had six turnovers. So disappointed in Coffee's performance. I do think he'll bounce back. I'm not sure how good of a bounce back that's going to be. But I would stick with your main guys here, um, specifically Scrub and Oturo. Okay. <clears throat> the last team to go against them is the Portland Trailblazers. Trailblazers are interesting. Um, they they beat Charlotte, and it was a good game, but, man, did they play a lot of guys a lot of minutes. They have 10 guys that played 
all played double digits minutes. So a lot of people got shorted, but picking out those guys in that short amount of time is what we do pretty well. So we hope we have identified a few of these guys that uh, we think can make a difference. First of all, King was the King, man. He was tough. He had, he played 24 minutes, had 17 points, four rebounds, uh, an assist, two steals, and two blocks. That is what you call an all-around solid game. So he is somebody you want to watch. And then Kenneth Fareed, man, he's trying to stick on a team. He still looks good. I, I can't believe he hasn't been in the league because the guy can play. He had uh, in 23 minutes, uh, he had nine points, but he got three rebounds, three assists, three steals, two blocks. So he filled up the page. And I think uh, he is he's a dangerous play. The other guy, the old man, Michael Beasley, I mean, he got 11 shots up, scored nine points. Uh, dangerous guy, but, uh, you know, risky as well. Um, after that, it's, you know, it's it's a bit of a, a crapshoot there. So I would say those those first, that first grouping of guys, um, I'm not counting Moutier. He looked bad, uh, but King... Um, Fareed, Beasley, Ellaby, you know, those are guys you have to really consider here um, and see what uh, what they can get done. So you may want to go uh, with them uh, on a flyer as well. Okay, the last team that they play is uh, the Clippers. Let's see if we hit the Clippers yet. Yes, we did. And Portland. Okay, so that should be the whole enchilada to give you a look at all the teams that will be playing uh, on Tuesday night in the Summer League. So if we hear anything else throughout the day, we'll post it in our Discord, um, and we'll make sure that that everybody uh, is up to date on the transactions, uh, minutes, projections, and even um, you know, utilization. So we'd love if you join us. Um, we're here all every day through the entire, uh, uh, slate and we'll be here to help teach, learn, you know, do the best you can follow your directions. And I'm sure you guys are going to have an absolute great time. So, um, let's get this done. Let's get after it. Um, and we've got uh, some some strong some, uh, some very strong uh, contest to roster. So let's let's do that. Jump in there, and if you have any questions, you can always reach me at DFS Coach Talk or at J O E S A R V A D I. So really appreciate you guys. That should give you a six game somewhat look for, you know, for tomorrow. So um, we hope you crush it. We hope you get after it. If you have any questions, you know, you could contact me also, uh, you know, wherever uh, podcasts can be found. You're going to hear at least the, uh, 
the uh, podcast. But if you're looking to connect uh, and you have any questions, you can go Twitter, email. Uh, you have every option. So, all right, my friends. I think that's it. It's an exciting, exciting uh, summer league. Let's crush these uh, six games and get ourselves a big uh, mountain of money. How's that sound? All right. Well, thank you very much again for uh, joining me um, for the entire DFS Coach Talk team. Uh, I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. We will catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA Summer League.